Black Women to Watch is on a mission to tackle the underrepresentation of Black women. We seek to celebrate those who are power rising through the ranks by amplifying their voices and their stories. These women run companies, transform industries, and are the very backbone of our democracy. Amazing in their own right, they are distinguished leaders, and through their journey, we uncover the keys of inspiration. As Vice President Kamala Harris said, Black women are often too often overlooked. And at Black Women to Watch, we're changing the game. Hey, what's up, family? This is Lauren, and welcome back to another episode of Black Women to Watch. Now, I hope you brought an appetite for food, fun, and a little bit of laughter because today's episode features my fellow Hamptonian, Alex Hill. DC-born and now Brooklyn-based, Alex is a self-taught cook with a passion for making food that's fun, functional, and affordable. Her affinity for cooking developed at an early age after watching her mother, Evelyn, create mouth-watering dishes for their family, combining their Puerto Rican and African-American heritage. Alex will share with us her journey to following her passion and the early foundation on what has now become one of the fastest growing food blogs during COVID. Grab a plate and let's dig in. Hey, Alex, I'm so excited that you're here today. Hi, I'm so excited to be here and talk to you, Hamptonian. Hamptonian. (laughs) So yes, so you and I went to Hampton University together we both lived in New York at the same time. I think we also lived in D.C. around yes. the same time as well. So yes. we just have so much in common, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today and to learn a little bit more about you and what you've been up to over the last year. But before we start all of that, one thing we do here at Black Women to Watch with every guest is we ask them what their six-word memoir is. Now, these are six words that describe your life either today or just over the course of your life, and they give us a little bit of a glimpse of who you really are. It can be Mm -hmm. funny, introspective, reflective, really anything that speaks to you. So what would you say is your six-word memoir? So this is actually funny because my six-word memoir is actually a a screensaver on my phone, and it's it's a legit six-word phrase. It's feel the fear and do it anyway. Um, Yeah, so I have been, I think this is like the story of my life. I've been crippled by fear for a really long time. I'm an overthinker and, you know, I I feel like everyone, you know, a perfectionist in in some way. And I've just been so scared to do things because of failure or, you know, things aren't right or it's not the perfect time. But I finally saw, I saw this quote and I was like, I have to live by that because being fearful is a good thing. So yeah, that's, that's my phrase that I live by. Just do it anyway and and push through the fear because everything's going to be scary. And I'm a scary ass person, which I realized <laughs> over the year. So yeah, that's my that's my memoir. That's so powerful. And I think it, you're so right. And what's interesting is that I think I've learned over time and just throughout my life that when you're scared and when you're in moments that create that fear, that's when something magical happens. And I know that it's part of your story. And I can't wait to get to that. But before we dive yeah. all the way in, um, I want to start at the beginning and just understand who you are. So of course... As we said in the intro, we know that you are um, a chef and you and you love to cook. But I'm just so curious as to what influenced your passion for food and for cooking. That is definitely my mom. She 
and I'll try and keep it short, but my mom is a single mom, was a single mom when she got divorced to my dad. And I, all I can remember is like every night, every time we came home from school, PTA meetings, soccer, practice, like everything, anything, my mom would cook a full meal. And I just thought it was every meal she made to me was so good. And I always remember that. And she always made us sit down at the table and have a meal together. And, you know, for her, cooking is love. And, like, that's how she showed love to us. And, like, she just always wanted to make sure she fed her kids a really good, you know, healthy, like, from scratch meal. And so I fell in love with cooking at a young age from her. I would always be with her in the kitchen. And then she started to allow me to cook a recipe a weekend. So she would let me, like, run rampant at Giant in the grocery store and, you know, she would let me print out a recipe and she was like, okay, you can try this this weekend. Like I'll guide you and like, we'll see how it goes. And my first dish was vanilla lime flan. I remember that. Like it was, and my mom was like, who, I don't know a kid who was making flan at your age, but you really like to bake. So I started baking, then I got into cooking. But for me, you know, cooking is love. And, and, and I really do think like that's one of the ultimate expressions of love is cooking because you're spending your time, money, and energy into making someone feel good through food. And that's really, and that's what really, see, that's my mom talking. I'm sure you heard her, but, <laughs> hey, but <mama. laughs> right. She was like, we're going to go get ice cream. But, but yeah, I mean, that's how I got started. And, and then fast forward, I, I wanted to go to culinary school instead of college. And my mom was like, ah, ah, she was like, no, no, no. She was like, I love that you love to cook, but I really want you to get a four-year degree. And I was like, okay, fine. And she was like, if you still have the bug, let's revisit it after, after you graduate. I still had the bug. Um, and I always cooked through college, but I've just always loved cooking. And I've battled back and forth with going to culinary school because it was another, you know, debt that I was going to. I was going to have. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. So I just kept perfecting my craft through Food Network, YouTube, my mom, like magazines, articles, all of that, because that's what I really love to do. And I would test it on my friends and, and my family and, and my boyfriend. So yeah, I mean, that's, was that long? No, that's perfect. That's so perfect. And what's interesting about that too, is, is I think everybody can connect and relate to, you know, whether it's a parent or you know, it's just anybody that you looked up to. I think we all kind of can think back to the person who inspired the work that we do today or the thing that really fuels us. And, you know, sort of thinking back to you kind of growing up and your mom would make all of these amazing meals for you all of the time. And to your point, yeah. it sounds like everything was amazing. I'm like, I need to get an invite to the house because that sounds <laughs> incredible. And also too, you and I are on two different levels. If you're first baking experience was flan like there's just no way that you and I are the same level but that's okay I'm gonna let that go <laughs> I was like I I really loved baking at first and then I got into cooking but like and I am not good at math so like the the exact like measurement I don't know how I was good at it but but yeah that yeah it's just I love it that's amazing 
So in the midst of COVID, I often hear people kind of talking about new hobbies that they've learned. And an overwhelming amount of people have said that cooking has become their new hobby during this time. But for you, we know that it's been since almost day one. When you think about the work that you do, and, and I know that you are a multicultural marketer and you've been in marketing for a while, and you've recently sort of made this shift to really lean into your passion around food and cooking and sort of being this chef. Talk to me about that transition. And I know you use uh, digital media to kind of connect with people to share your gift. So talk to me about that transition. And it sounds like a lot of that happened during this time throughout COVID as well. Yeah, I mean, so during, so I started my food blog in 2017 called Just Add Hot Sauce. And of course, with anything, when you first start something, there's not a lot of traction, you're trying to gain an audience and grow an audience. And like, that really got to me, you know, of course, you see social media and you start to compare yourself, like, how do these people grow their following? Or how do these people get, you know, brand partnerships or whatever, whatever? And like, how do these people, you know, get, you know, UNVs to their website? So a little bit of imposter syndrome happened. And I and I stopped updating my blog. And then around like 2019, all of my friends would ask me like, okay, like, how do you how do you cook this? Or like, how do you do this? Like, what what do you think I should do with this? So I thought of doing like a little digital content cooking show called Cooking with Friends. And that was in late 2019. And then it was like maybe one or two episodes I released on Instagram. And then I went to a cooking class at the Institute of Culinary Arts in New York. And I really wanted to learn how to make pasta because I went to Italy like for a friend's wedding. And I had like the best homemade pasta. And I was at the class it was a beginner's class, and I remember someone, like, people kept commenting, like, you're really good at this. Like, you're really, like, you know a lot about food. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I really like to cook. So I came home, and I, I told my boyfriend, I was like, I think I want to do a cooking class. And and he was like, okay, let's do it. And so I held my first one. You know how you always do, like, like New Year's resolutions or, like, this is my goal or this is my mm-hmm. word for, for 2021 or 2020? And so I remember I was at brunch with my best friends because her birthday is, is around New Year's. And I said, I want to do cooking full-time in 2020. And I, was, and I already set up my first cooking class, and that was in February of 2020. And I was like, this is my year. I'm going to do it. I'm like, fuck the fear. I'm going to just do it all and all this. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, WTF. I was like, this is supposed to be my year. What am I doing? And I mean, pivot was the word of 2020. And I just decided to like put myself out there and started posting all of the dishes I cooked for me and my boyfriend because we were quarantined together in New York. And I just... At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And so I started posting and and people started reposting. And then I started to gain like a little following. And then I was like, well, I feel like people should just cook these two. So I started to, to post the recipes in the caption. And then my big sister told me, she was like, you have a food blog. You should start posting to your food blog, and I was like, no, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know, like that's a lot getting from people to get from Instagram to to my website. And then I just started to do it, and it, like honestly, Lauren, it was so crazy the way it happened. I just kept seeing like my following grow and people reposting the food, the food that they were making from my captions or my or my blog, and it was just like it was an explosion. And I think we were talking earlier. I I think really. Giving the pandemic gave me time to really reflect of like 
what do I want and what makes me happy? And I can't thank the universe and God enough because this, it really put my passion out in the world and, and everything seems to be happening because of that. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, and I could totally just see how that alignment, I mean, as you mentioned, we were talking earlier about the difference between, you know, opportunity and calling and this idea of like, when you find yourself yeah. in alignment with your calling, that's when amazing things happen. And, and it's also, you know, when you find yourself in alignment with your calling, that's probably when that fear is triggered. But to just see this opportunity for you just continue to grow and expand and, and evolve, it's just amazing to watch. So I'm super, super excited. Yeah. One of the things that's really interesting about just the culinary in industry in general is much like other industries, you know, they too sort of struggle with representation and making sure that diverse voices are reflected throughout the industry. And I'm just sort of curious from your perspective, when you think about just sort of growing just at Hot Sauce and what you're doing with food and the, and the brand that you're building, how do you think about the reconciliation of just what's happening broadly in the culinary industry? I think to your point, you know, many of us grew up watching Food Network. Chopped is like my show, hands down. If I'm yeah. sick, <laughs> just give me some soup and chopped and I'm good. A chopped marathon can get me through anything. But like many of us, you know, we've all kind of watched these culinary shows and you don't see a whole lot of diverse voices. You certainly don't see a whole lot of black faces. But what's interesting is that there's so much, you know, depth to the foods that come from our culture. And, and we know that and, and the world knows that. And so I'm just kind of curious as you think about your trajectory and the things that you're hoping to do with your brand, how do you think about just the relationship with representation in the industry? I mean, for me, like my whole, my whole mission and my, I guess you can say like tagline catchphrase is seriously, you can cook anything because I feel like with black women, black people in food, we're pigeonholed into you only can cook Southern food. And yes, like, that is what I think. Cause like black people, like we're the backbone of this country. So a lot of what we grew up on is Southern cooking and a lot of Southern food. I, I totally understand that. But when you see us in food network or anything like that, you have these black women or, or, or black men, they are only cooking Southern food. So that's all you see. It's great representation. Like, yes, like we finally have, someone on TV having a having a cooking show. But we are so much more than just Southern cooking. And we eat so much more than just Southern comfort food. And it's getting to a point where you're like, damn, every time you see a Black person, it's just they're cooking fried chicken or they're making some type of barbecue. And it's just like we eat and we cook more than just that. So it's like for me, I want to show that Black people and especially Black millennials are out here cooking and eating all types of food and experiencing all types of cultures because, like, listen, we are the generation that are traveling all over the world and experiencing all types of cuisines, and they, and we want to come home and, and also try and recreate that dish that we had in Italy or in Greece. And so I just want to get out to the world that we, we're we here, too. It's not just white people are doing this, you know? So... Like we're here too, and we can cook that food and we have bomb ass taste buds, you know? Yes, that's so true. <laughs> and I, I think one of the things that's, you know, comes to mind when I think about just the depth of cuisines that are available throughout our culture, as you said, you know, it's not just like Southern food, which is amazing. You know, you know everybody 
um, loves of Southern soul food, but at the end of the day, there's just so many different amazing foods that come from, you know, people who look like you and me. And so I'm so excited to, to really just continue to see you demystify. I mean, honestly, from your channels, I have learned how easy it is to make pasta and how you don't necessarily yeah. have to have all of the fancy tools and the expensive kitchen equipment. You can really any and everybody can learn how to make pasta. And so the more that you continue to demystify some of these things that, you know, a lot of people perceive to be really difficult, you know, I think I think everybody will have an opportunity to just fall in love with cooking. So I'm so excited for that. This is a pretty basic question, but what's the story behind Just Add Hot Sauce? What's, what's behind the name? Oh, oh my God. So actually I love spicy food. Like I, my friend Robert is always like, Alex, you can't make everything spicy. I'm like, I know, but it just tastes so much better if it's a little bit spicy. So I, so in 2011, I was going to start my food blog and I punked out because I was like, no, I don't know how this internet social media thing works. And it was going to be called Lonnie likes it. Cause you know, you know, Lonnie, obviously. I love Lonnie. Hey, Lonnie. So she, she's not a picky eater, but she just used to stick to like the, like the basics. Like she just stuck to like what she knew and when me and her became friends in college, obviously my mom being Puerto Rican, she started to try a lot of different types of foods. So I was going to name my food blog Lonnie Likes It because when Lonnie used to like things, I was like, oh shit, you really like it. Like the Mikey Likes It commercial. So, but then I, I never started the food blog and it was 2016 or 17 and it was Lonnie's birthday. We were at this awful brunch place in dc i think it, it's definitely closed now but they had a bar of hot sauces for bloody marys and ashley obviously you know my bestie she was like oh my god al look at all these hot sauces and i it just clicked to me like oh just add hot sauce and so i kind of just went with that like and i'm a little spicy too so i feel like that was like the perfect food blog name so amazing. I love it. I love it. Through all of your stories, it sounds like friends and family are so central um, to the culinary experience. You're, you know, you talked about Lonnie and you talked about Robert and Ashley and just so many people who are important to you and the relationship that you have with them and how food kind of brings you all together. When you think about the reaction or the response that you want people who are watching you or learning how to cook from the content that you share, you know, what is it that you want to either inspire or encourage them to think about? I know you mentioned that food for you is love. But when you think about the work that you're doing and how you're continuing to amplify your voice in the culinary space, is there something that you're hoping to leave with other young women of color, black young women? What's the message that you hope that your work is able to share with them? Oh, oh my gosh. That's such a good question. That's deep. For me, that's a really good question. I think it's follow your passion and trust yourself when doing it. Because I, like, I'm not old by any means. I'm 32. I'm turning 33 at the end of this month. But I wish I would have, and you know the whole phrase, should have, could have, would have. But I wish I would have followed my passion when I was younger and in my 20s. But I also understand that timing is everything. And I feel like my community is very like the older millennials. Like we are good with staying at home. Like we like being home and then occasionally popping out for brunch and an occasional day party. But I would say to 
follow your passion and, and trust yourself because I really wish I, I did this when I was in my 20s and I followed my passion. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just hope to instill that in, in other young black women is because when you follow your passion, the rest comes. And when you open yourself up to the universe, the universe gives it right back to you. I love it. So, Alex, what's next next for you, right? We're coming out of COVID, presumably at some point, maybe not tomorrow, but in the very near future. And at some point, people will go back to their day-to-day. Do you anticipate that you will continue to be a marketer day-to-day, or do you hope to really lean into the work that you're doing? You know, I when is this going to release? <laughs> so I can tell you. But, you know... I really want to lean into this fully. You know, I've been doing it for a year in COVID and I've had my food blocks 2017. And I just want to see like what happens when I fully put my all into it. So, you know, hopefully a published, I'm going to not hopefully manifesting a published cookbook and a cooking show on a diverse, inclusive streaming platform. Yes, and we will manifest that with you. We will be supporting you every step of the way. We will follow you on all channels, and we will continue to stay plugged into the very many different platforms, whether it's BuzzFeed, Tasty, anything. You're popping up everywhere, so we will stay plugged in. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for sharing your content. Thank you for teaching us how to cook these amazing dishes and letting us know that it is not difficult. All you need is a little bit of love, family, and friendship. So thank you so much. In April of 2021, Alex made the big leap and left her corporate job to give more fuel to her passion. We're so excited to see what's up next for this phenomenal woman. But until then, to stay informed of what she's got going on, visit her at www.justadhotsauce.com or at justadhotsauce underscore on Instagram. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for checking out another episode of Black Women to Watch. We hope that you're leaving with helpful nuggets of inspiration that can propel you even further into your journey. Now, if you like what you heard, take a moment to follow us on Instagram at Black Women to Watch and leave a comment sharing your feedback on this episode. And also share this episode with all of your friends so that they can be a part of the conversation as well. If you have an idea of a guest that we need to host on this show, be sure to visit our website at www.blackwomentowatch or hit us up in the DMs on Instagram and let us know who we need to invite on this show because we're always looking for more transformational inspiration that can help us all in our journey. Another episode is on the way next week, but until then, stay inspired. Stay inspired.